My name is Ginger Schlanger. I am the Learning and Education Manager at DSCOOP. And today, I thank you for joining us for creating magical customer experiences, even in a pandemic. And uh, this is presented by Jeff Kaler. Jeff is a dear friend of mine. He's also a global leadership speaker. He is one of the premier master magicians that is uh, invited to perform at the exclusive Magic Castle in Los Angeles, if any of you have heard about that. He is an entrepreneur who has owned his own business and he uh, has literally written a book on creating magical moments, which you'll hear more about. And you are in for a real treat. Before we get started, I just want to let you know a couple of quick housekeeping notes. Uh, you start out on mute, as we all know, that kind of helps us reduce background noise, noise, but this is an interactive session. We're gonna have uh, lots of fun. There'll be breakout rooms, shared exercises. Jeff may ask you to unmute and talk and share with your fellow attendees and come back together a couple of times. Uh, if you have questions, please post them in the Q&A window versus the chat. It allows us to make sure we, we see those and um, we don't miss what you might have to ask. You can answer them, uh, ask them throughout the webinar and during the Q&A, uh, and Jeff will answer them for you. We are recording today's uh, meeting. It'll be available to you on dscoop.com in a few days if you wanna go back and we uh, watch something or share it with a colleague or a friend or family member, you'll be able to do that. If you have additional questions after the webinar or while you are watching the recording, you can see the links there on dscoop.com and you'll be able to ask them and we'll get back to you. We'll look at those questions to Jeff and you'll be able to um, share and watch and ask. And here we are, Jeff, please take it away. Hey. How's it going, everyone? And just uh, as we begin, can everyone just write where they're from in the chat? I just want to make sure the chat's working. So if we could just throw in where you're from. Chicago, awesome. And for me, I'm in Santa Barbara, California right now. Atlanta, Michigan, Ohio, nice. Very cool, okay. It's gonna be once or twice where I might ask you uh, to write something in there. Um, and so I just want to make sure it's working. Great. Uh, like Ginger said, my name is Jeff Kaler, and thank you all for coming today. Hopefully we're going to have some fun, and uh, you're going to see, experience some magic and uh, learn some things that will help you with your business. Just a little bit about, a little more about who I am. Uh, for me, I graduated with a degree in cinematography in New York, and right after I graduated college, I had an opportunity to uh, tour the world with a mentor of mine. And so the two years that I got out of college, we did a 250 city, 13 country lecture tour. And I started uh, teaching magic to magicians and creating magic devices and techniques that magicians around the world use. Um, and so I have a whole product line for magicians. Um, so I actually brought a couple of the random products that I've created over the years. This is a product that allows you to make a signed card appear in someone's wallet. That is that one. This is one, it's called the Unbelievable. It allows you to predict the future. So you can have people think of anything and it appears inside of an envelope. And for all of the products and things I've ever done, I've worked with a lot of printers and manufacturers. I do everything from uh, overseas manufacturing to design, video production, all of that goes into these. Um, so there's that. And then about six years ago, I got in front of Disney doing magic and I created a speech for them 
at the time I told them I was a speaker and I had never done a speech before, but they didn't know that. And I created a speech and that shifted my career drastically. And now I speak all around the world on customer experience and company culture. And I'll get into a bit of that today. And uh, right now I know all of our lives have changed in a huge way. I was personally going into uh, the biggest season I've ever had in my career. I was about to do four speeches around the world, a cruise ship and a hundred shows at a castle in Toronto. And uh, in 24 hours, uh, like all of you, I saw all of that get wiped out. So when that happened, I decided to focus on something different. And for me, it was finishing a book that I had been working on for about uh, five years. And I, I finished that over the last month uh, and a bunch of other projects. But uh, for me, where I'm supposed to be right now is in Canada at this castle. Uh, this is in Toronto, if anyone's ever been there. Uh, the people that own this castle built a theater for me in the castle, and I was supposed to be doing 100 to 200 shows as we speak. So uh, things change, and we roll with the punches, and that's why I'm here with you today. So originally, you were supposed to see me live on stage, and hopefully that will happen in the future, but uh, this is what we have right now. Now, uh, one of the experiences I had over the past uh, year was really amazing. I got to meet this guy right here. Uh, you might not know him, but this guy's name is Guy Liliberte, and he is the creator of Cirque du Soleil. Uh, I had an opportunity to fly with him uh, to his island in Tahiti, and we were working on creating experiences and uh, experience design. And he said something that I think uh, we, it is so important in all of our businesses, and that is that when people are experiencing a show or part of your experience, they want to know that the experience is for them. So when they come to see my show, they want to know that it's for them and not just a random experience where they could be anyone. They want to they feel like it's for them. And that's a big part of what I want to explore today. But before we get into that, I just want to do a couple quick magic tricks for you right now so you get to experience this. And I'm going to see if I can see you all on the screen. If anyone has video, I can kind of see you right now. So what I want you to do, and just follow along with me, everyone go like this. Perfect. And what I want you to do is just wiggle your fingers. Great. Now stop. Perfect. Now put your thumbs down. Put your right hand over your left hand like this. And then lock your hands together and wiggle your thumbs. Uh, Mary, just, yeah, wiggle your thumbs. Perfect. Like this. Great. Now everyone follow me. Ready? One, two, three. Great. <laughs> we'll try it again. All right, go like this. Go like this. Go like this. Thank you. <laughs> it's really weird not hearing any response when I do something like this, but I can see some of you are reacting and we're playing along. But how cool is it that we can be in all different parts of the world and still interacting in this way? Uh, really fun. We'll do another one. This is just a visual test. That was a physical test. This is a little visual test. All you have to do is follow the red ball, okay? Now, normally magicians go really quick, but I'll, I'll go slow, okay? Watch very close. All right. And if you think, uh, you think it's in the upper hand, raise your hand. Lower hand. Now, this is the, actually the square. 
the red square. There's a ball over here, but it's green. <laughs> I know a lot of you were. <laughs> I know a lot of you were thinking I had the little it, like um, poking out like this. So I was just kind of messing with you there, which is a big part of my job. All right, one last one. What I want to do here is we're going to use the chat for a second. I want everyone to think of any card, any card in a deck of cards. Okay. Um, so uh, for those of you that can see, when you have a card in your mind, just raise your hand. Very good. And now I want you to change your mind and think of a completely different card. And make sure that card is not an ace, because a lot of people think of aces, so I don't want you to think everyone thinks of an ace. So think of a different card. And when you have that card, I'm going to pick a random person here, okay? And I'm going to have them. <laughs> I see people are just uh, putting random cards in there. So we're going to do Sergio. I can see you right now. Sergio, um, hopefully I said your name right. I want you to say your card in the chat right now. A Honda Civic. That is a car. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's really funny. A card, not a car. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, uh, Honda Civic. If I can make a Honda Civic. Wait. Oh, wait. Oh, not an ace. People are going to think you're in on this. So uh, think of a card, not an ace. This is so funny. Ten of hearts. Are you sure? Yeah? Nothing in my hands. Before I came here, I put one card inside my wallet, right next to my money. You're not going to believe it. The nine of hearts, which is, that's, that's very close. <laughs> Only off by one, Sergio which is exactly why I wrote off by one on the back. Thank you. Thank you. I hear a lot of silent clapping. So, <laughs> so uh, when I was in elementary school, I walked into a magic shop for the first time. And uh, this is the magic shop right here. This is in Salem, Massachusetts, which is where I grew up and uh, home of the witchcraft trials. So I walked into the shop and there was a magician behind the counter. And the magician uh, asked if I wanted to see a trick. And I was like, yeah. And I'll never forget the feeling I had when he showed me that trick. I, this guy that I just met became the most interesting and memorable person that I'd ever met in that moment. And then he said something that changed my life. He said, do you want to learn how to do this? And I looked behind him and there were all these tricks on the wall. There was a, the floating trick where you could float an object above your hands. Or there was the, the bill trick where you could... You could take dollar bills and you could turn those dollar bills into hundred dollar bills. Just like that. I thought I'm going to be rich. Right. And I also thought, I can't believe I get to actually get to learn these things. But then I looked around and I saw a trick that I had to have. It was uh, create an explosion at the snap of your fingertips. And I'm not sure why they let an elementary school kid run out of there with military grade explosives. But I get this package and I run back to my house and I run up to my room and I'm about to open the package and learn the secret. But a funny thing happens when you buy magic. At first you imagine yourself performing it for your friends and for your family. And you imagine those people laughing and reacting and going crazy all because of the thing that you just did for them. But then you open up the package and you learn the secret 
and you have this huge wave of disappointment because oftentimes a secret is something so simple. It doesn't seem like it would fool anyone. But what you start to realize as you gain experience is that the best secrets in magic are the simple secrets. And that was the case with this trick. And we're not normally supposed to teach you how to do a trick, but I'm gonna teach you this. It was two bottles of powder. It was a white powder and a black powder. You put the white powder on your middle finger, black powder on your thumb, that's the setup. You would walk around with that, and when you wanna create an explosion, you just bring your fingers up, you snap, and it creates an explosion and a puff of smoke. So I thought, my teachers are gonna love this. And what I ended up doing is I got an idea in that moment. I was like, wait a minute, why don't I mix the two bottles into one bottle? That way I only have to carry one bottle with me, right? And I only have to put on one finger. So I'm up in my room and I mix the two bottles of explosive powder together. And I took that and I put it in my drawer with all the magic that I owned and I went to bed. And it was about three in the morning where I woke up to this explosion going off in my room, literally a bomb going off in my room. And I sit up, I'm in a daze, and I hear footsteps running up the hall, and the door swings open, and it's my mom. And she's like, Jeff, what was that? And I was like, it was a magic trick. And she's like, okay, and she goes back to bed. And I walk up, and I open the drawer up, and there's a hole about this big in the bottom, and all my magic's blown to pieces, and all my decks of cards, everything's destroyed. And luckily, that didn't happen in my hands. But I've come a long way since then, and I've been able to travel the world performing and speaking. And there's one thing, like people ask me a lot of questions, but there's one thing that never gets old. And those are the reactions that you get from the people that you perform for. Reactions like this. I just wanna show you a couple of my favorites. This guy's not reacting to my magic, but that's how every magician wants their audience to react right there. But seriously, like how could, how could that get old? The feeling that you get to give to people, how could that ever get old? Now, one of the other questions people ask me is if I can teach them a magic trick. Well, what I've realized over the years is a lot of times they don't wanna learn a magic trick. What they wanna learn is how to make people feel like this. So what I wanna do for the next little bit is just break down some of the techniques that we use as magicians and show you how you can apply them to your experience, especially in a time like this, uh, to create that same feeling, that same sense of wonder that a lot of us haven't had since we were a kid. And uh, there's a lot of ways to do that, but they all start in the same place. And that's with what I call the magic moment mindset. Now, when you're experiencing a magic trick, you're seeing something completely impossible happen right in front of your eyes. But what you don't realize is while you're watching the trick, in order to be a great magician, our job is to be focused on the audience, is to have our craft down so well that we can be fully present and focused on our audience. And what we're doing is we're looking for opportunities and we use these opportunities to make the experience better. For example, if someone is laughing and smiling a lot, that's the person we'll bring in for the next part of the trick 
because their reaction will cause everyone else to react uh, even more. So we'll focus on that person. Or we can look for ways to involve people. So we'll borrow things like a ring or a bill and have them sign it, or we'll ask them for information that's personal, maybe to think of someone in their life or think of a great memory. And we'll use that in part of the trick. And the more we can do things like that, the deeper the connection gets with that person. And there are, in every performance, there are countless opportunities that we can grab onto or let go by. But the only way to see them is if we're more focused on the audience than what we're doing. So again, have your craft down so well that you can be fully present. And your audience is different than mine. Your audience might be your customers or your audience might be the people that are working for you. So how can you be more focused on them than what you're doing? Now, uh, something uh, really cool happened not too long ago. I did the best magic trick that I've ever done. And I'm gonna teach you this as well. What happened, I was with a friend and we were just hanging out and this friend said that they wanted to, they were getting hungry and they wanted some sushi. And in that moment, I made a raw piece of sushi appear right at my fingertips. And the reaction from him, he literally couldn't speak. He ran out of the room uh, and he, he was just so blown away. And the funny thing is, it wasn't even really a magic trick at all. It was just me being in this magic moment mindset. So what actually happened is I was in a hotel and I was walking around and I saw a friend of mine and I'm about to go tap him on the shoulder. And right as I'm about to tap him on the shoulder, I hear him say the word sushi. I realized in that moment that he hadn't seen me yet. And I also realized that I had sushi in a refrigerator in my hotel room. So I shot back to my hotel room and I grabbed a piece of sushi. And normally you wouldn't put a piece of sushi in your pocket and walk around a hotel, but I knew that it could potentially create a really cool experience. So grab the sushi, put it in my pocket, go down to where he was, and, we, and he ends up seeing me before I see him. And he comes up, he gives me a hug, and we start talking. And as we're talking, I reach into my pocket and I just put the piece of sushi in my hand. And I just, in magic, we call this palming, secretly hiding something in your hand without someone knowing. So this is just in my hand, and I'm just wait. I'm just waiting for the right moment. And eventually, I start talking about food because I know if I bring up food, he's gonna, he might bring up sushi again. So, and sure enough, I say, are you hungry at all? And he's like, yeah, I'm really hungry. I'm thinking about getting some sushi. And right as he said sushi, I just went like this. And if you think about it from his mind, he just randomly said the word sushi and I made a piece of sushi appear. Like that is, it doesn't get much better than that moment right there. But the only way that that happened was that I was just focused on the environment and looking for opportunities. And uh, so what I wanna say about magicians is that the difference between a magician and an unforgettable magician is that a magician is just someone that's doing tricks. An unforgettable magician is someone that is connecting with their audience and is there with them and that they know, again, know the experiences for them. And the way to do that is to be fully present with them and in the moment and seeing these opportunities. So what I want you to think about is what makes you unforgettable in your business? Or as we're at home with our families, what makes you an unforgettable parent or an unforgettable brother or sister? And in a little bit, we're gonna do a little breakout based around this, uh, this concept of what makes us unforgettable and what are we doing to break people's patterns? Okay, the next part, of the magic moment mindset 
first part is about being others focused. The next part is about seeing things from the audience's perspective. And the best way to do this is I'm actually going to teach you how to make a coin disappear. And it looks like this. If you take a coin, you just pull on it like that, completely disappears. Now the way this works is that I'm not even taking the coin. I'm just making it look like I take the coin, right? But a lot of things are happening right now. First, um, in order to learn a magic trick, a lot of th times what we do is we actually do the trick first. So what it would actually look like, me picking up a coin, is like this. And the reason I do this is I start to notice what's happening. Number one, all my focus is going over here. Because where your energy goes, attention, that's where the attention follows. Where uh, energy flows, attention goes. So my attention goes over here. Um, if I did it the other way, this is what it would look like. This kind of looks a little bit awkward, right? So again, energy goes where the coin goes. The next thing you notice is that as I take it, this coin doesn't just, this uh, hand doesn't sit here, it drops. It naturally drops. So as it drops, attention goes over here. Uh, the other thing, if from this angle, I know that you can see this coin. If I just tilt my hand like this, I know that from your angle, you can now not see that coin. But if there's another person over here, this person can see that coin. So what it teaches you to do is adjust what you're doing based on what the audience is seeing. So it teaches you to be in their mind from every angle of the experience. So now as I put that together and I pretend to take that coin, I'm putting all the focus over here. It should look exactly like it did as if, if I actually took the coin like that. But again, what I want you to try to do in your business, why this relates is that how can we look at the complete experience that we're creating from our audience's perspective? And again, your audience is probably your customer. So challenge ourselves to look at the entire part of the experience from all of the angles that they're experiencing. Now I have a kind of a bad example of this that I'll tell you right now. I got a call the other day from my insurance company, State Farm, and the call started out great. At first, they're like, we just want to let you know that we just got a refund from the government uh, because of the pandemic, and we are refunding like $2 billion to all of the people. So money will show up in your account. Uh, you don't have to worry about it. And they're like, is there anything else we can do for you? And I was just, I was kind of blown away by the call. I was like, that was cool. They weren't trying to sell me anything. They just, they were just doing this um, to be nice. And then right as I started thinking that, the guy says, and the guy tries to sell me on something. Then they're like, hey, we noticed that you don't have life insurance. Um, you might want to get that right now. Do you want to get that right now? And I, in that moment, it made me kind of lose all trust with that phone call. Every bit of magic that they just created just went out the door. And if they were looking at this, in the way that I just talked about from my angle, they would have known not to do that or to bring it up in a different way. So again, the two things I want to think you to think about is one, being fully present and focused on your audience in the moment and look for the opportunities when that's happening. And number two, see every angle from the audience's perspective so that things like that don't happen and so that you can create a moment that is positive and not one that is not. And uh, so once we're in the magic moment mindset, 
my favorite way to uh, create magic moments is to break people's patterns. And uh, when you break someone's pattern, it forces them to be present. And that's what happens with magic. Uh, breaking pattern is like creating an unexpected moment. So in magic, it's all about creating the unexpected and the mysterious. And that's why people, when they are experienced and watching magic, they are fully present. Uh, one of the ways I love to do this is I always carry a piece of shrimp with me. And uh, this isn't a real piece of shrimp. This is actually a fake display food shrimp. And what I'll do is I'll go to the grocery store and I'll put all my groceries on the conveyor belt. And then I'll put a single piece of shrimp on the conveyor belt. So there, this person's going through their normal day, ringing everything up. And then a piece of shrimp just rolls up on its own. And they look at it and they look at me kind of confused. And I say, yeah, I just want one. And their mind usually like explodes in that moment. And then I let them in on it. I'm like, I'm just messing with you. It's not real. And I put it away and they start laughing because they realize I created that moment for them. So now every time I go back to that grocery store, they remember that moment. And it's a silly thing with just a rubber piece of shrimp, right? Um, another way you can do it since not all of us are going to grocery stores right now. One of the ways I love to do it is I'll <laughs> put a stamp on it and, and put it on in the, for the mailman because the mailman and I try to think of like who's having maybe a tough day or who is, who's working right now. So you can just put that on the mailbox and create this really funny moment. I mean, imagine walking up as a mailman to someone's mailbox and there's just a piece of shrimp <laughs> with a, um, with a stamp on it. Now, another one that's fun, and this is something you'll all be able to do with, uh, with printing and, and that type of thing is that, uh, do we have any Disney fans? If you're a Disney fan, say yes in the chat right now. Yeah, I can see some people clapping. Um, so yeah, awesome, so you'll love this. I went to Disney and I wanted to go on the ride uh, in Epcot called Soarin'. And uh, I'm going on the ride and I get to the front of the line and I find out there's an hour long wait. And I only had 30 minutes before I had to leave. So my friend was like, let's just leave. And I was like, no, let me try something. And for those of you who don't know, Disney has this fast pass system. And if you have a fast pass, you can get really close to the front of the line. I didn't have a fast pass, so I basically made my own. I pulled out a blank card, and then with a Sharpie, I just wrote fast pass plus, definitely legit. And I walk up to the line, and the guy is like, can I see your fast pass? I was like, yeah, no problem. And I hand it to him, and he looks at it, and he's like, oh, well, where'd you get this? And I was like, I made it. And he's like, well, that's not a real fast pass. I was like, no, it's just definitely legit on it right there. And he starts laughing and he's like, you got to show the manager behind the counter over there. So I walk over to the counter to the manager and I was, she's like, how can I help you? And I said, for some reason, my fast pass isn't working right now. And she's like, oh, let me see it. And I hand it to her and she's like, oh, uh, who made this for you? And I was like, I did. And she's, she's like, no, it's not a real fast pass. And I was like, no, it says definitely legit on it right there. And she starts laughing. She hands us three fast passes. We walk right to the front of the line. So my friends and I, we literally use this for everything. We got to buy one, get one free on ice cream. We have, uh, I have a friend that's his last four rental car upgrades. He's gotten free upgrades on rental cars, complimentary hotel upgrades. You can basically do anything on this. Um, but the thing is, you, you don't do it to get something from them. 
you do it to make their day, to create a moment in their day that makes them smile. And a lot of times when you do that, they'll want to do something in return. It creates this positive ripple. And that, that thing might be for you, it might be for someone else. But again, I like, to, I like to go through life where I'm the highlight of people's day and not just a bullet point. And this is one of the simple ways with just a simple card that you can do that. Now, which brings me to another point of in magic, we have something we call load up. And my friends always make fun of me because when I get home from going out, I pull everything out of my pockets and I have the most, I mean, I got like shrimp and so many random things in my pockets and I carry these things around with me and I don't always use them. Sometimes they'll be in my wallet or in my pocket for months waiting for the right moment for me to use that thing. But in that moment that I use it, it's so worth carrying it around. So not only do I look for ways to load up on my own, but I love to help other people load up. To help, I, I, I kind of call it creating conspiracy. I love creating conspiracy with people where I help them look good to the people in their lives or help them look good in the situations in their lives. And one way is I took this definitely legit fast pass and I got it printed up. And um, later on, I'm gonna give you a link. And if you go to the link, I will send you the files for this. So if you wanna print it up, you can give them to your customers um, and they can create these moments on their own. And the great part is when I give these to people, I want you to notice that it does not have my information on it. And that is very on purpose because I don't want it to fail salesy. I think a lot of people try to do really cool things and then they, they throw their business information on it and it cancels out the magic that was in that thing. People will remember moments like that. They'll remember you when they create the moment. So you don't have to worry about promoting yourself. They'll end up talking about you. So uh, this is one way to load up. Again, I'll give you the file. Uh, another fun way is I got these printed up. These are actually on the back of this. I put a get out of work free card. So I was in a subway and the person gave me really great service. And so I was like, you know what? Take the rest of the day off. And I handed them this and they look at it and they just start laughing because it's a really funny moment. And I leave. I come back about a week later and the same person is working there. And as soon as I walk in, her face lights up and she runs up. She's like, you're not going to believe this. I gave the get out of work free card to my boss and he gave me the rest of the day off and paid me for it. And the cool part is it created a moment for her. It created a moment for her boss. So when you give these to people, it is creating moments beyond what you expect, all because of a, a simple card that I gave someone. So again, this is another thing I'll include so you can get these printed up. And if you send packages out to people, you can add some of these get out of work free cards or you can give it to them as they are coming through your store and things like that. I've had multiple companies use this for their employees. So it, it's a perk. So every once in a while they'll be like, if they do something awesome, they'll give them a get out of work free card at any point in the year, they can use this card to take an actual day off from their job. How cool is that, right? So uh, what I want to do now, was going to change things up a little bit, is I want you to think of this. What are you currently doing that's unexpected? I talked about breaking patterns and things. All of us are doing things already. I want to show you that you're already doing things to create magic moments to break people's patterns. And what I love to do is in a session like this, where I don't know how many, we got like 26 of us on this chat. What I would love to do is break up into groups of, I would say like three or four 
uh, and we'll do that for you. And I want you to think of what are you currently doing that's unexpected. And so number one, I'm going to take one minute and I want for one minute, I want you to just think about that question. And if you have a, a notebook, I want you to journal about whatever that is uh, and think about the ways you're breaking patterns in your company. Uh, what are you doing to make people feel and know that this experience is for them? Um, as we've, as I've been talking here, I'm sure different things have come into mind. Uh, or what could you do in the future? Um, and so I want you to take one minute and do that. And then we're going to break, break out into groups of three or four. And I want you to just share for like a minute each, one or two things of ways that you have already broken patterns or that you will in the future. And then when we come back, I just want to do like one or two group shares, just a, a couple people just say one thing that came up in the group that they thought was really good. And again, this is where a lot of the value can come in from something like that. And later on, if you want to put in the chat, some of the things that like really stood out to you within the group, we can put that in the chat. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to pause from talking and I want to take one minute to think about what are you doing that makes you, that is unexpected. There's a timer. Everyone gets one minute and then we're going to go into groups. And we're back. How is everyone doing? Can everyone say awesome? Or if you're on video, give me a little thumbs up. Awesome. Awesome. So if we can at the moment, um, if we can, we're going to go into groups and I just do a quick group share. Again, this is a lot of times where some big value can come from something like this when we ask a question like this. So um, we're going to go into groups of either three or four. We're going to put you in those rooms. And if we could Again, just take one minute and share what came up for you in that moment. And then we'll do that for each person in the group. And then we'll come back and do a simple group share. Sound good? There we go. There we go. How you doing, Daniel? I'm good. So I got halfway through my story with Mary. I must be that oh. I, I talked too long. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, how was your story? Was it a good one? I don't know. <laughs> Mary didn't get the ending, but and she's still saying yes. Yeah, yeah, she's like yes. Okay. <laughs> well, it, you know, this is a tough time and an uncharted course for all of us. And as a business owner, you don't know what to do, and so your your immediate reaction is you you lay some folks off, and so and a lot of people just didn't show up for work that I didn't lay off. They just didn't show they were uncomfortable working. Yes. Um, and then so you you kind of go through things, and this thing goes on and on and on longer. And you kind of look around you and see who's really here. And a lot of the people that I thought would always be here, always have my back, are not here. But then I go to the shop and a lot of the people that I thought would be the first ones not to show up are here and they're writing me 
notes to encourage me and thanking me. And we had cut everybody's hours down to 32. And I, I know a lot of these folks are struggling. So I changed the plan. I, I still keep them at 32 hours, but now I'm giving them a, a weekly bonus of that, those extra eight hours. So they're working 32, but they're paid for 40. Um, so um, they're actually you know, getting some time off that they're, they're, they're not, uh, they wouldn't normally get. Love that. So that's good to, uh, it's, it's funny when something like that happens where you, uh, you have one vision of, of people and then in that moment like this at all, it, it changes and you see, see some people in a different light. And, and it's always fun when people show up that you're not expecting to show up. So um, that's, that's exciting. Do we want to have uh, one other, one other person share? Is, would anyone? Uh, yes. If you would like to, you can like raise your hand or you can just unmute yourself and, uh, and we can go from there. I know we have Mary on video and, or is everyone just shy today? Anyway, well, I want to, okay. Uh, well, I, I'll share, but I was kind of leaving it up, maybe some of our customers to share, if anybody else wants to. Nope. Okay, so uh, I'm Mary and I actually work for DScoop. I'm the community manager for the Americas. And I was telling Daniel that one of the unexpected things um, that I did here at DScoop was when I had a really nice conversation with a customer, whether it be regarding our conference or something we could improve upon our conference, and they gave me a great idea, I was given a budget to um, send a little gift. So I'd gone and gotten Starbucks gift cards, and I got little note cards and wrote a note out thanking them for their time and having a conversation with me, and I just stuck the gift card in and said, have a, have a beverage on me, and I mailed it off. And one of, I usually got thank you notes or, you know, an email saying, hey, thanks, I got your Starbucks gift card. That was very nice of you. But one of them actually wrote and said, how nice to get a handwritten note in the mail. That doesn't happen very often anymore. So it was unexpected and he enjoyed the unexpectedness of it. So that made my day. I love that. I love that. A lot of times, especially in a time like this where everything is, <clears throat> is so crazy, it's a little moments like that 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 people love and people end up talking about. Um, and I, I like to think of like, how can I be the person in this pandemic that people tell the story about? And it might be something so simple that is a thing that they'll end up, that they'll end up talking about. So thank you, Mary, for sharing that. I appreciate that. <clears throat> um, awesome. And hopefully in those smaller groups, uh, we end up getting, I know it was a little, little wonky here, but, um, Hopefully we got a few nice little nuggets out of that that make us uh, unforgettable. And that's what, like, what is it that makes you unforgettable and unexpected as, uh, as a business owner or as an employee, you know? So the, one of the things I love to think about is the two most important parts of any experience. And that is the beginning and the end. The beginning's important because a lot of time that gets the energy up in the room and it sets the tone for what's about to happen. So that's why I did magic at the beginning of this because it, it, it's interactive, it gets everyone participating. Now the end is important because a lot of times that's what they're left with. It's the story that they'll tell. So for the beginning, I just wanna give a, a couple quick thoughts. And it's a few things that I do to show up at the beginning of an experience 
and exceed expectations before they expect anything to even be happening. And I love that thought. Like, how can I exceed and over deliver before they expect anything? One of the ways that I do it in a time like this is, you know, a lot of people show up on webinars and things like that. I work with these major companies. And one of the things I do is I hook up my DSLR camera so that my picture quality on this looks good. So if I'm working with a company like Disney or Nike, it's really funny sometimes because as soon as our video feeds pop up, mine looks like 10 times better. And sometimes I'll even be in a crazier studio and stuff like that. And instantly it shows that the level of professionalism that I show up with. And in their minds, like right off the bat, they're like, this guy's got us. We know, we know he knows what he's doing because of that. So um, again, if anyone wants help learning how to hook a DSLR camera up to their computer, I can actually show you how to do that just to, to bump up the quality of what you're doing. Uh, another one is, uh, is something I would do with my company. Since I do a lot of products, we do a lot of shipments. And I'm sure a lot of you in your companies do shipments and things like that. Uh, we actually created a company scent. So what we would do is when we would ship things out, right before we'd go out, we'd, we'd spray it with uh, an essential oil and um, essential oil spray so that when they open up their package, they would get this really nice scent of something. And I was in Florida for many years with the, with the company I was doing. So we would have an orange scent for that one. So they get like a taste of Florida in that. Uh, and those are just, again, two ways that at the beginning of the experience, you can you can over deliver before they expect anything. Now, uh, one of the ones that I do as a kicker ending to um, is that uh, in a package, I will also put um, things that remind people of their childhood. I love uh, one of the things that magic does is it instantly brings people to their childhood. And so I love to like get little toys and things like that that are really cheap. And one of the ones I use are, are paratroopers. And I sent these out to someone recently. Um, and not only that, a lot of times when people order things from me, since they're ordering directly from me, I will add extra things to their order. So I will sometimes double their order without letting them know. So when it shows up, they just get double the order. And then it has something a little extra in it. So I just keep looking of ways to like just one up everything that I'm doing. And this was a, a note that I got from someone. Uh, it just says, hey, quick note. Thanks for the generous pack of envelopes. So he bought my unbelievable product off of me. I gave him double the amount of envelopes, which cost me almost nothing. Uh, but he said, but mostly for the parachute men. I giggled like a child, prepped the chute, launched and laughed out loud. Thanks for the memory. And again, it was just a little like 25 cent paratrooper, but it, it made this person's day. Um, so as, as we send stuff out, what is just a little thing we can do to make it more fun? Maybe it's a slap bracelet or, or one of those like sticky things that like you throw at the wall, you know, all the things that as a kid that we're reminded of. And Mary was talking about giving people gift cards earlier. This is one of my favorite ways to do that. Uh, one of the things I do when people would visit me is I would give them a photo from the trip. So when they would come, I would print out a photo and give them a framed photo from the trip. Or I would give print up a phrase or a motivational phrase or something I think they would like and take home and put on their wall. Uh, so they would do that. And then I would wait a couple months when I, they were struggling with something or when they were celebrating something, whatever that was. And then I would call them and I'd be like, Hey, congratulations on this thing. I want you to walk over to the picture that I gave to you. And I have them walk over to the picture and I have them remove the back of the picture and in the back of the picture, 
is a gift card with a mission. So it might be, hey, take your kid out to ice cream to celebrate. Or, hey, here's a movie night for you and your wife. And I just, I call it hidden in plain sight. How can we hide things in plain sight to create a moment later on? And something that kind of waits for the right moment to happen. Um, that's one of just the fun ways I do it. And if, if y'all have printers and things like that, it's such an easy thing. It's such an easy thing to do. Uh, now, I want to talk about an experience that I had. I went to Men's Warehouse recently uh, before the pandemic hit, and I went to get my pants fixed. And I walk in, and I give the pants to the guy. He's like, what do you need fixed? And I said, it was ripped along the pocket. And he looks at it, and he's like, no problem. Come back in a week. So I leave, and I'm excited. My pants are going to be fixed. I come back a week later. I walk in, and there's a different guy at the counter. And he's like, how can I help you? And I was like, oh, I'm here to pick up my pants. They said they'd be fixed in a week. And he's like, let me go get them. He goes in the back, grabs the pants, and he's like, okay, what did we fix on them? I just want to make sure they're good to go. And I was like, oh, the pocket was ripped. And he opens to where the pocket is, and it looks like, it looks terrible. It looks like a two-year-old took a sewing thread and, and just sewed this thing up. And I, I mean, I was actually kind of stunned because it looked so bad he was stunned because it looked so bad. Like he, he, had, he was kind of shocked and he just says, well, I guess the best, that's the best we could do. And he hands me the pants and I left. He left me with pants that looked awful and the phrase, well, I guess that's the best we could do. In another industry, I'm gonna come back to that story, but I, I, one of my favorite restaurants in Orlando is Tijuana Flats, and we go there for the chips. They have these really good hot, fresh chips. And one day, we order our food, and we're waiting on the chips, and they bring them out. And I go to bite into the chip, and it's like soggy and gross. It's like old and soggy. And I was bummed, and I went up to the manager. I'm like, hey, uh, we love the chips here, but these ones, they're just not, they're like old. And he's like, I am so sorry. We will take care of this. And a lot of times when people say they're sorry, they, there's no action behind it. They don't do anything to like make up for it. So, but this guy, like four minutes later, every single employee that was working in the restaurant, they all marched out of the back, each holding two trays full of hot, fresh Tostitos. They circled our table, put the Tostitos down. And we all just, we all just started laughing because we couldn't believe they did this. All the employees started laughing. Everyone in the restaurant, they saw this happen and they were just like, they were so blown away. In that moment, that manager just, he understood. He understood that when something goes wrong, oftentimes it's the best time to over deliver and, and to make a moment happen that people will talk about and remember. Um, and so do you, think, do you think I'll go back to Tijuana Flats? Yes, we would go back every week because of things like that. Do you think I'll ever go back to Men's Warehouse? And the answer is no, I, I will never, unless they did something in return. It's kind of funny because I, I posted the story, that story on Instagram and someone tagged Men's Warehouse in it. This was about a month ago. And Men's Warehouse, they're like, we're gonna reach out to Jeff and take care of this right away. And they didn't do anything. I never received a message or anything from them. So it's, it's, it's even getting worse after. Um, but it's not over yet. So maybe something will happen down the road. But, um, in that moment that, that men's warehouse guy could have, he could have done anything. He could have done anything, but he, he 
he wasn't equipped with it. So how are we equipping our employees for moments like that? And, and the thing is, everything will go wrong at some point. If it can go wrong, it will. So uh, in magic, we have things called outs. And for any time something can go wrong, we'll place an out at that moment. And we'll never, we, for the most part, won't use it. But in a time when we have to use it, we'll go into the out. So what are your outs when something can go wrong? And Tijuana Flats, one of their outs, he might have just created that out. The out his out was, oh, the, the chips weren't good. Let's just bring them a ton of amazing chips and create an experience for them. And again, this is the story. What story will they tell? When people leave an interaction with you, when they uh, open the package from your company, what is the story that they're going to tell to people? I think this is a really important question for us all to think about. Um, and, you know, we're, we got not a ton of time left and I want to do a Q and A in, in case anyone has any, any questions like that or want to talk even more about customer experience. But before I do, I just have, I'm about, I like in this pandemic, I end up finishing a book that I was writing and this is the cover of the book or the possible cover of the book. Um, and if anyone is interested in this, that's on this call, you can go to jeffkayla.com slash create magic. And also, if you go there, I will send you the files for um, the definitely legit card, get out of work free card. I'll probably throw a couple other things in there for you that you can literally print up right away to create a moment. Um, but even in my book, I just want to talk about something because I know we have a lot of printers here. So I wanted to think of my book is about breaking patterns. So I want to think of how can I break a pattern when I'm writing a book? And there's a lot of ways that happens throughout my whole book. It's, it's a, it's a fun thing, but one of the ways is that the book starts on the front cover. So the first story I tell is about blowing up all my magic as a kid, the story I told earlier, but so the cover's blown off and the story, this is the beginning of the book. So all the stuff that's typically at the beginning of a book, I put all that in the back of the book. Like, um, Normally there's a forward, my book has a backward. So like, um, I just, so every little thing is changed up. Um, so that's just one of the ways I did it in, in printing. So um, yeah, so that's where we're at right now. And if anyone has any questions, I'm happy to answer anything or talk through anything or any other ideas came up for anyone. Um, if you wanna like raise your hands or anything like that, if not, I can keep talking too. And you can, if you want, you can check will the book be available. The book will be available, but it's being laid out right now. So I don't know how long that process takes, but I would say in the next month and a half, I hope it should be, be all set. I got all my part down. I did all the writing and it's all done. So. And it's funny because I never thought I would write a book. I never thought I would be a speaker. I never thought I would tour the world as a magician. Like all the things I never thought I would do as a kid, I'm, I'm doing now. Um, any other, yeah, if anyone, again, you can write questions in the chat if you want, it's up to you. Uh, Jeff, what's the, what's the main thing you, you've told us a lot as we, as we close out here, what would be the main way we can look for opportunities to have this magic moment mindset? So we're running businesses, we're in the pandemic. Give us one or two of these key ways of shifting our mind to have the magic moment mindset i mean a lot of times it, a lot of times when i give these presentations people think it has to be some brilliant big idea but 
the simple ideas, I, I said earlier, the simple things are usually the best. So it doesn't have to be a crazy big idea. Just what is a way that I can make my, my customer smile? Uh, and one of the activities I love to do is I'll just pull out a blank piece of paper and I'll think of, okay, one of my main customers is a company Symmetry Financial, right? I will write down like the CEO's name and I'll be like, all right, what are 10 things, 10 ways that I can make this person smile to make their day or to make them look good to their employees? I'll write down those things and I'll just pick maybe one of those things and do it. Um, and again, that little exercise, it helps me be creative and exercise my creative muscle. So, and I will do that for people. It can be like a daily practice if you want. And it can be as simple, you don't have to write down 10 ideas. It's just like, what is one way I can make someone smile? And for me in a time like this, I think that's like the best we can do, best thing we can do is just honestly not look for sales at this moment, but like dig in, like make our employees have a great time, make sure they're, they're good, create little moments for our employees. I had a friend the other day, this is what his employer did. A pizza shows up at his house. Some cheese pizza out of nowhere. And he thought it was for his roommate. So he brings the pizza down to his roommate. And the roommate's like, I didn't order pizza. And he's like, why is there a pizza here? And he calls the company, he calls the pizza company. He's like, hey, the um, pizza showed up. I don't know, we didn't order a pizza. And they're like, oh, your boss sent you the pizza. So he just got like, what's better than surprise pizza, right? To make your employees feel awesome. And that's a simple thing and five or 10 bucks and it makes that person's day and it lets them know you're thinking about them. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Any other, uh, any other thoughts from anyone at the moment? Well, Jeff, we thank you very much. Uh, we, um, you know, Jeff would have been live with us at DScoop Edge. So taking it virtual as a magician is a pretty interesting thing to, to pivot and be able to do. So we appreciate that and let you know that we thank you for joining us today. There is a survey. Please complete it for us. Let us know any other topics you're interested in as the weeks go by and we start to see what the new normal is. What are, what are your challenges? What would you like to hear about? Uh, there's the survey in progress now. If we didn't get to your questions or you watch this after and you have other questions, please go to our forum on dscoop.com or email us at hello at dscoop. And you can send me an email too and I'm happy to reach out or talk on the phone or any, anything you need. Mm -hmm. Great. And uh, our poll is up there. Please take a moment to let us know so we can improve or bring you different topics, different and additional topics. And we thank you. Stay safe out there. Stay well. And we will circle back around with you as we continue to bring you content. I hope you all enjoyed. And uh, I will hope to see you live and in person uh, in the near future. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jeff. And thank you to everyone for attending.